0: Hello everybody and welcome to The Cinema Nerd Presents, the filmography of Hoyte von Hoytema. I'm Kyle Woods, I'm here with my buddy James and we're going to fight, uh, no we're going to politely discuss the movie The Fighter. James, what is The Fighter?
1: Oh mate, it's a, a kind of sim. well like what is it, semi-documentary, you know like it's a film but the uh, It's got the roots of a documentary and it's kind of, um, you know, based on a true story kind of elements,
0: Uh, but- It's really interesting how it sort of interacts with the documentary form. Yeah. It did raise questions for me about this. I'm I'm excited to kind of unpack some of that with you. Cool. The fact that we're
1: looking at the cinematographer is really impressive and really exciting for me on this one. Okay. because Because of how they filmed, different facets of this film so like there are beautiful cinematic steady cam shots where like the opening or oh, one sorry i think there's like an opening opening scene where he's on the couch but then the next scene is like this uh working on the road and then there's like a uh, raking the gravel and then and then you see the fists come into the shot and then it swings around and there's like a fight and then it swings around again and you see the documentary crew and then it pulls back up the street to kind of like the title screen. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful shot, like I, I enjoy that kind of shot. But then the other end of it is that I think like looking it up, it sounds like they got the original Betamax cameras to refilm the fight scenes in the same shot for shot way that the actual fight was filmed interesting um so because like i was like man this grading is inc- is crazy like they've put interlacing into the grading on the like fight you know so it looks like old school fight footage
0: no it felt I, very mixed format
1: uh, to me for sure and it was but it was it worked for me because it kind of it pulled me into the documentary feeling of you know um yeah, but I, yeah, I really enjoyed that bit.
0: For yeah. me. Well, and before we get into too much more of it, is there anything else you want to talk about? Some other cinema or television you've been ingesting?
1: Watching some absolute classics. So one real classic, which is, uh, well, actually both of them are real classics, but one is Being There. Sure. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen it before, so I've just been kind of going through my list of... Um, That's a good time for it. Yeah, it's an impressive film. It's really crazy. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I don't, it's kind of funny because at the time that they were making it, there was a kind of joke at the end of the film about this man being basically pudding for brain. And because everyone kind of puts their own opinions onto him and imagines him to be their best idea, he ends up becoming president possibly but being basically like a simpleton and at the time that would have been an outrageous concept and and we've actually now had a like one of the things that he he does is that he just likes watching television and he just reacts based on things that he's seen on television <laughs> we've had an actual president who operates exactly on that same facet like
0: yeah that that's amazing. anyway yeah body of criticism both culturally and cinematic has certainly been present in the last I, think, I remember coming across a lot of it in the last year specifically yeah and then the other classic i've been i watched is cool runnings <laughs> i've been on a bit of a john candy kick myself so i'm do excited you, to hear it do you know who did the soundtrack to cool runnings bobby mcferrin just blind guess, guess no guess, an,
1: guess another famous soundtrack person for
0: oh um <laughs> uh randy newman Hans zimmer oh okay sure really i i was like what because <laughs> he's like the big epic you know and then yeah, i thought it and works, I'm like works dude if you look down his filmography zimmer like three movies a year
1: it's i mean basically it was it's a very good soundtrack but it's just not what i was expecting (laughs) like i was like whoa it's yeah anyway that's cool um cool film works perfectly yeah like the 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 actors are all hilarious and you know really good energy off each other and
0: the film it you know it works so well dig it yeah Yeah. (laughs) i really like cool runnings also is a big part of my childhood for sure just yeah. I, I think because of being of that age group and like the 90s disney's sports movies are yeah. central to my identity but yeah. that one in particular i always really loved because i remember watching the event you know I, I remember being a kid and seeing that happen wow yeah it was uh, yeah scary it was fucking scary dude those dudes <laughs> bobsledders are kind of nutso yeah And then the other part of it is I've mentioned to you, I have uh, some weightlifting in my past and there's a a track. If you sort of aren't a real good weightlifter, but are a really good athlete and are willing to do the things, bobsledding is a place where a lot of guys end up because of the low body strength. You just have to be able to push this thing for like 20 meters and hop in. So I've been around the bobsledding world more than I should be. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's cool. I,
1: um yeah i mean that's a good segue for what we're talking about because i i did a couple years of boxing okay and watching the fighter i honestly just tensed like felt my whole body tense up every time i went like the fights were done well they choreographed well and they um i don't know like maybe it's just me but like i I felt it. Like, I'm
0: excited <laughs> to hear more about that, especially in comparison to other boxing films. Maybe mm. um, I, I have just a couple that I'll mention. I watched Into the Blue from 2005. It's a Paul yeah. Walker movie with Jessica Alba, and Scott Kahn is also a major part of this thing. Josh Brolin Ooh. is the villain. Isn't the
1: treasure heist underwater one, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I remember it. Ig <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Jessica Alba. I think might be the <laughs>
0: well, it's Jessica Alba in a swimsuit for two hours. But I, I it's also poster, Paul Walker in a swimsuit for two hours. That's right. Yeah, like it's um the the poster sold me on the idea, but I think I watched the film and I think I enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed. I remember uh, definitely enjoying it in two thousand and five, and watching it again the other day was like this movie is better than the tomato meter score anyway it's one yeah. of those things that if it came out today you'd be like oh this is like surprisingly good they don't make movies like this anymore and just forgotten but i <coughs> support the revisit i really really enjoyed it yeah and then yeah. the only other thing i'll talk about is ted lasso ted lasso oh Have i didn't watch
1: it? it no it's, a, it's an American football guy coaching
0: a, a, like a proper football Yeah, theme. AFC Richmond. He gets hired to come in and take over for a Premier League team. Yeah. And he, he's just so thoroughly positive and consistently yeah. demonstrating integrity and mm-hmm. kindness and, and winning with his kindness. You know,
1: yeah. it's... It, so the Paddington effect.
0: Yeah, 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 that's pretty much it. I fucking love Paddington. <laughs> so, I mean, this thing is winning, winning, winning. You know, it's pretty hilarious the whole way also. And we loved it so much. It was one of those things where we finished the series and then the next thing is, all right, so should we watch a movie or put on another show? or what? And then we're just kind of looking at each other like, oh, you want to watch Ted Lasso again? Yes. <laughs> and so immediately started it over and watching it again twice in a row it snaps man there's just not any fat on the series it's so lean and i really really enjoy it i'll give it a go that sounds great right on all right so back to the the fighter i didn't know you were a a fighter i would have never challenged you in the beginning of this episode had i known (laughs) what type of adversary i was I,
1: i wasn't good uh oh well actually i was all right um in my first year of it, I mean, I'm talking like early high school too. So we're talking like tiny, Um, but I, my weight range, I did well. And then I moved up to the next one, you know, like, and just (laughs) got absolutely demolished. (laughs) So uh, but there's a, you know, like the, the raw fear that you get walking into the ring Mm -hmm. and the like, you know, like it, everything else falls away and it's just that square and you know sure. just ending yourself and it's 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 pretty impressive uh, like you know scary stuff but uh, watching this Stalker, i was like oh man i am um, yeah i felt
0: the fights so do you feel like do you watch a lot of boxing movies or are they sort of I no
1: yeah,
0: i like- hadn't didn't so- really watch many. You wouldn't compare this against like *Raging Bull* or *Cinderella Man*. Or haven't seen *Cinderella Man*. Sorry, but um, *Rocky*
1: and uh, *Raging Bull*. Yeah, seen those. But uh, I don't know. I didn't. I think maybe it's the way they filmed it that 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 kind of like you know old camera documentary style and then they put a lot of the fat into the fight, you know, where you're just kind of hitting each other or, like, just taking it against the ropes, and it's not like... it. I don't know, (laughs) but tell me more. So, basically, a lot of boxing films put the big, shiny moments where the person up a cart and then every you know, and it's looking amazing, and, you know, but I think this one just kind of had the, like,
0: the slugfest of (laughs) kind Uh, of kind of war of attrition thing where you just got to stay on your feet at a certain point yeah and it it just felt
1: like what i you know what i remember i'm like whoa it's intense (laughs)
0: because i could just feel
1: my shoulders tensing up
0: whenever he was getting like a body yeah
1: anyway it was good Uh,
0: i found myself responding to sort of what you were referencing the kind of betamax stuff and the hbo vibe of it i found the um, play-by-play announcers really really good to i assume they were professionals because in most boxing movies that's a little left behind because it's a visual experience and we're expected to watch it but if you turn away from any of these fights you know exactly what's happening in the moment because the play-by-play guys are good so the play-by-play guys
1: are the original play-by-play guys awesome but it's the actual audio from the fight they um, it looks like, so basically I had to look this up because I was like, what's going on with how this looks? And so my, um, and Jose found it forming, but, um, they, for me, but they, yeah. So they, uh, they used the, they choreographed the sections of the fight from the actual Mickey's fights and they used the actual commentary from the, the fights. Hmm. And then they went and got the original photo, the cameras from that era and recreated the shots with 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 Wahlberg.
0: Yeah, those cameras are actually pretty widely available in America. They're still probably most of broadcast news up until- yeah, Really? Oh yeah, for sure, dude. When I was in, so I, my first job out of film school in 2010, so granted it's 10 years ago now, but in 2010 was for a news station in, uh, well, it was based out of St. Paul, but it was a Minneapolis network. Yep. And we shot Betamax and like edited all on Beta tape. The Avid was Beta. It's yep. it was all yeah. Beta because those cameras I mean, are a hundred thousand dollars, and so a local news station is just not going to upgrade, you know.
1: Yeah, and and they were pretty decent. Like you know, they they were big. They were a big film. They were um, re, you know pretty good quality, and yeah. they had a lot of industry features on. You know, like yeah
0: no they're they're a solid system and they're still in place in a lot of places so i can't imagine they were terribly hard to come by but it is cool, cool to see it in this application and i think that points to yeah this I don't, not a question i'm really interested in the way that it interacts with documentary because when you when you're watching the characters watch the documentary yeah that we're also watching it's a very yeah uh, fifth wall effect where you know
1: yeah yeah because they're filming the documentary during kind of a second documentary like you know like it's it's a,
0: a russian nesting doll it's like a matryoshka, right um, and I, i'm reminded of um the uh, uh kiristami film like oh jesus open eyes eyes open oh, okay it's the one that he made about the other Iranian filmmaker. Oh my God, I'm so sorry to everybody who's an actual cinephile. Um, yeah. But this, there was a gentleman who believed he was this other filmmaker, or was like really obsessed with him and convinced this woman and her family that he was gonna make a movie with them. But this guy was not the famous filmmaker. And then it ended up getting found out. And so, Kiristami used the footage that this guy had captured and the court documents and the news footage and mashed this all together into this movie about filmmaking. And it, it's really, I don't know if I'm watching a documentary or not, you know? And that, I had a similar reaction here where I was like, am I, the only reason this isn't a documentary is because of, I, I guess maybe Amy Adams. And yeah. that kind of like, conjecture about but everything yeah. else is really well documented right
1: yeah yeah um <laughs> she does a great job she she's yeah she's, she's a pretty amazing actress and um uh, like I, I know he gets a lot of flack but he doesn't do great necessarily or mark warburg like um he like a lot of his scenes I found myself just kind of just following the story but then like Christian Bale and Amy Adams come on the scene and they're like huge and like big big
0: plays you know well and Mark Wahlberg has to that's the role demands that of him he's a smaller character in this thing he's a more reserved guy like the, the the script literally gives voice to that the whole way. Even at the uh, championship bout, he's he's just happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. And that's bad that's casting important. because Mark Wahlberg. You know, when Mark Wahlberg has a chip on his shoulder, he's amazing. When yeah. Mark Wahlberg has to tone it down, he's kind of missing the mark most of the time.
1: Yeah, it, it's all good. I mean, the 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 documentary's done well. the 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 whole family is so believable. Like. <laughs> you know the the crazy sisters the the mom
0: <laughs> the constant cutaways to like the peanut gallery of the sisters and then the like the bifurcation of the sister group as the film goes along how they're staged on different sides of the room that made me laugh basically every single time
1: yeah i i
0: i felt this film and i think it was really good
1: like and i don't like i said i, I I don't watch a lot of boxing films it's kind of i think the same as the war film for me where a a spectacular war film is amazing but an okay war film is just de- like deadly boring to me so uh so it might be the same with boxing that i just don't put them on because i'm like oh if it's if it's not great i'll just not be interested but this was amazing like i, I honestly like this a lot
0: well, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't just kind of call out the relationship between boxing and cinema and its ability to be pure cinema in a way that few other sports can, because yeah. even individual sports, you sort of have to communicate the stakes, you know what I mean, about like the weight being lifted or the distance being traveled or the, the speed at which a thing happens. And that's all hard to explain visually without doing chirons or voiceover, some, you know, kind of whack shit like that or a lot of character work but with boxing you just it's like here here's a fist and here's another one yeah we got it and you know the, the science of editing is on yeah. full display in these kind of movies so it really does they're always visceral i, I like them
1: okay that's cool i mean I'm, I'm saying that i don't i don't i'm not sure about the boxing films but i I'm, i think that's just in my head like i haven't watched a lot so <laughs> i should probably just watch them now because um yeah this was good this was good um i think the christian bale's character is crazy like it's a it's crazy how accurate you know when they show the footage at the end of the film with the you're like wow he got that bang on but then you're like wait did they get it bang on because that guy's crazy then like
0: you know I, watching the film i was like this is you know he feels authentic to me yeah. you know it, it certainly meets a characterization and the yeah. art of acting is not necessarily or certainly not exclusively in person imp- impression how about that yeah. um mm-hmm. but bring in some actual emotion to that character and i'm i'm with christian bale the whole i mean christian bale is such a phenomenal actor and he's really great here
1: yeah yeah because you because you you see so many parts of that character like you see like the the bravado and the like you know the, the, the fact that his town loves him still you know like and he's uh he is a larger than life character and then you see him kind of being disappointed in himself but then you know like uh yeah and then you see his heartbreak when his kids in the documentary and he has to like turn it off
0: and like you That's know it's good great moment. yeah i really like that that he makes the appeal to humanity there and shows his vulnerabilities. Like, no, this is my kid, man. That's... And he says it out loud to a room full of prisoners. I don't yeah. have a big choice for uh, any human being, you know?
1: Yeah. That's no, good.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. So, do you feel like um, moving away from the movie and trying to talk more about our man, Hoyta, what's do you see him in maybe the technical prowess of this thing or the visual expression or is it if if he is the reason for the boxing match being
1: uh so visceral to me like then that that is strong you know because i like i i feel like it could be the director it could be the edit um i mean maybe the director decided to get these old cameras or you know um like i don't know who made the decision but the the realism of those fights uh it, you know it, it it rang out to me it was, uh, it was strong and um and then it it made the the journey so much more like because you're you're with this character and they're kind of battling with you know brothers with drug problems and girlfriend issues and family issues and everyone and like you know kind of you, you're battling through that and then you get to the fight and that kind of feels so real that it really pulls you into the story like you're kind of well I, I found myself really rooting for him but also understanding that it might not work out because it felt so real
0: like I didn't that's a good point yeah i'm a little bit bracing for the fall i'm, I'm kind of waiting for a bit of a rocky ending because it's we got a, a ragtag bunch of lovable losers yeah so and i mean he's a legit underdog also so yeah you're certainly not expecting that when even after the setup of the body shot in the previous fight
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah awesome. that was it like oh. I was watching it, but because it felt so raw to me like i was like it could go either way. I, I'm not. I'm not like it's a story either way. So I get to the end and I'm not like, oh, this is where he wins. I'm like, this is he got. He's getting a really good shot, and you know, so it's it's cool, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, the the emotional payoff of the whole movie isn't necessarily the win or loss. It's the moment yeah. when Christian Bale finds out that Mark Wahlberg was shadow boxing him, and that's how he wins the fight. Yeah beautiful touching love it yeah i want to return to amy adams for a second because i was just like the whole movie her performance is incredible Um, and for a actress who gets a lot of credit for being elegant and uh, the sexiness that comes along with it the sex appeal that she displayed in this movie was like dripping you know. i just couldn't believe what i was watching man legit and (laughs) the person who can make i watched leap year recently have you seen this one no it's a romantic comedy from i don't about 10 years ago or so it's post enchanted and it's just hot garbage and you kind of can't believe that she's in this movie (laughs) because she's it, and it's one of those movies that's so bad that she's not even she's not bad in it she's not bad in it yeah. but the movie is so bad that there's not really any opportunities for her to be good you know oh, yeah and so i watched
1: we, i watched ahead. a tv show with her um, sharp objects tracing sure. yeah. i haven't seen it oh yeah wow it's it's basically like uh, it's, this movie's like a setup for it because it's the same kind of feeling and it's yeah so um, yeah like I didn't know that I liked her so much as an actress until I saw that and then watching this I'm like man she is fucking brilliant like yeah, yeah.
0: there's I, I've always been a fan of hers for sure um, and at, after watching Arrival it was like oh she's the best actor I think and then I went through like a, a string of them recently. Over, on made in the '90s. We watched *Drop Dead Gorgeous* recently, which is her first uh, uh, cinematic credit. That the beauty show, yeah. like,
1: and uh, I can't even remember. Is the setup like they're dying or they're they, someone's killed? Like, yeah. yeah,
0: Denise Richards is is sort of engaged in a, a murder conspiracy plot to <laughs> win this oh, yeah, thing. That, <laughs> um yeah anyways so so she's great in it I, yeah i don't i just got lost in my admiration of her she's <laughs> that's wonderful. cool that's cool
1: um yeah no great it was um where do you land sure. on
0: david o russell are you a big david o russell fan
1: uh, i think i said this before where uh i don't know david o russell but very well but what i do know is I loved the movie I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. And then footage came out of him um, berating Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin? Is that right. a name? Yeah. And then I just was like, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> so. Um...
0: He might be a <laughs> filmography just because I like so many of his movies and we could yeah, watch Jamie Adams a few times. Yeah, so um, yeah, he does do well because yeah, yeah, I didn't care for American Hustle, but you know,
1: yeah,
0: maybe I give it another watch. Oh yeah, you're right. I
1: think we did the, did talk about this because Three Kings, and I Heart Huckabees, I I enjoyed. This yeah. was a brilliant film. Um, uh, it's American Hustle. Is that the one with? What's her face? Jennifer Lawrence.
0: That's right. And Christian Bale and Bradley Cooper. And Amy Adams is in that one as well. But everybody's wearing insane wigs because they're all like uh, low level. No, not low level, but they're all just kind of hustlers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird film. I don't
1: know if I got what the
0: point was. That's it's why got I to- want to watch it again because I, I feel like there's something that just didn't click for me that maybe I hmm. So what do you think of him, though? Yeah, you you, you
1: you're a bit of a you're, you're a fan. Otherwise,
0: I, I mean, I would guess I would have to say so. If I'm looking down the list, I like his movies. What I know about him as a creator, I yeah. can't support. You know, ah, yeah, I mean, but
1: like, I do like his art, movies. Uh, you can't destroy art because of the artist, like, uh, you know, otherwise. There's a whole lot of films that Harvey Weinstein produced that we should all be fucking, you know, like, it's, um, yeah, it's basically, I, I, I separate art from the artist. I'm fully welcome to hate an artist and still see a film that they have been, had a hand at creating. Um,
0: Yeah I don't have any hard lines as far as that's concerned but I there are certain points where I can't ignore it and Harvey Weinstein's an interesting one because every time I watch especially a 90s movie under like a Miramax or a Weinstein shingle and there's an ingenue in the movie that is giving an incredible performance that you're like well but then they just disappear oh yeah or alternatively many performers in these movies who are not giving incredible performances that just show up over and over again and watching any of those movies with that understanding makes me really fucking uncomfortable
1: yeah 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 no i mean that i i so i've i i enjoy quite a few woody allen films but there's a couple that i just could never watch again for that same like once you've once you know where things go in the future you're like oh yeah you, you can't watch that film anymore <laughs> right.
0: so i yeah i guess i have a softer line on david o russell and I, like i said i haven't even taken a hard line i just watched shakespeare in love uh, you know a couple of weeks ago and I was like oh this is, i'm watching a weinstein movie great yeah
1: no no i mean that's it like a yeah sorry the, the film with woody allen is the manhattan Mm -hmm. It's just because he's dating an underage girl and you're like, that's a weird story. And then as it goes on, you're like, Oh, okay. That's, that's a fantasy story.
0: Um, (laughs) That's a a plan for his future.
1: That's his documented plan. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, that's gross anyways. Sorry. Yeah. Really dragged it down there. But anyway, I, I shouldn't. Yeah. I, I, enjoyed this film. I think the direction was great. I think the camera work was great. I think the acting was great. Like the, yeah, and, and the, the kind of, like you say, blurring the lines between the, the two layers of documentary and, like, the whole thing, and then having at the end the real footage really knocked it back, like, knocked it home for me. Like, I was like, oh, wow, they are exactly- I am
0: a sucker for, you know, the real life people in the credits of a movie. That just automatically bumps it up at least a half a star point for me. I'm like, yay, it's them. Yeah, that's great.